We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister. We're at the Rouse's Market on Airline and Labar. Brought to you by Red Bull. Shop Rouse's Markets, the official supermarket of the Saints for all of your New Year's and bowl games. And Tulane... Gets that. Uh, Monday, January 2nd, bowl game. Everything's kind of switched this year because January 1st, the NFL will be playing. But Tulane 11-2 against USC in the Cotton Bowl. And that is going to be awesome. Gary Smith joins us now, the beat writer for The Advocate. Also, uh, the website. What's your website, Gary? I got it written down here somewhere. Um, TheWaveReport.com, Tulane.Rivals.com. <laughs> There we go. Welcome to the show. It's good to talk to you again. Uh, great to have. Great to be on the show. So, uh, uh, let me. Uh, if I'm, if my math is correct, you have Michael Pratt, who has 25 touchdowns. He ran for 10 more, and you have Caleb Williams, who had 37 touchdowns and 10 rushing. That's 82 combined touchdowns, nearly 7,000 yards, and only nine combined interceptions that's like college career that is like college careers right that is unbelievable those two seasons one won the heisman Mm -hmm. (laughs) caleb wins the heisman but those two quarterback seasons are just extraordinary yeah i mean and i just wrote a story for the uh, yesterday for the uh for um, nola.com and then and for the advocates website that uh I mean, the last seven games, Tulane's offense was USC. Like um, Caleb, Caleb Williams is the whole is the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. He's a spectacular player. He, by the way, just an hour ago was made available for interviews for the first time, and he said he will play and he thinks he'll be close to full strength. He's, he's USC's quarterback suffered a hamstring injury in the Pac-12 championship game against uh, Utah. But yeah, it, it's going to be fun to see because Tulane's offense has been just absolutely prolific in the second half of the season. The defense carried Tulane early in the year and the offense has, has caught up to that and that's what's going to make this game so much fun because it doesn't matter how good your defense is if Caleb Williams is healthy which is still questionable to some extent you, you really can't stop USC's offense consistently but I'm quite I don't I'm, I, just, I don't think USC is going to be able to stop um, Tulane's offense with the, <laughs> too often with Michael Pratt and, and, and Ty J Spears at running back too. Well, I guess I got to ask you about Michael Pratt and just mm-hmm. what he means to this team and then the decision to be able to come back, you know, because yeah. there were some, uh, uh, we'll just call it some some rumors and some yeah. teams that were kind of yeah. picking at him and, you know, trying to get him to uh, transfer. But just what he means to this team and uh, with him coming back, how much does that strengthen even more the future for this yeah. uh, Wave program? Yeah, they, they were more than rumors. It, it was fact. There were a lot of programs out there, the University of Florida being one of them, my alma mater, <laughs> um, that, that would have loved to have had Michael Pratt as their starting quarterback. And with the NIL deals out there, um, it, it seemed like a realistic possibility. But he said he wasn't interested. Uh, he, he came out, and, he, and, he, and Pratt, Michael Pratt's a man of his word. He's not going to go back on what he just said publicly um, last week. He, he will be back, and that's huge because there absolutely were several programs across the country. Notre Dame might be another 
other one that would have loved to have had him as a starting quarterback. And it says a lot that he's willing he, that he's going to come back for, for Tulane for another year. And, and really, you know, up until about midway through this year, I would have said his, he was a good quarterback, but his best aspect, his best asset was his incredible leadership. But now his best asset is his performance on the field as well. I mean, he, he was just sensational down the stretch. And I, I keep going back to the Cincinnati game where, where Cincinnati hadn't lost a home game in three years. Tulane had to win it to make the ACC, AAC championship game, fell behind in the fourth quarter after leading almost the whole way. Zing, 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 four completions, real fast, touchdown, Tulane goes back ahead with four and a half minutes left, and that tells you all you need to know about Michael Pratt. He's a winner. Yeah, when you look at this team um, overall, you know, and we can talk about, well, let's talk about the matchup overall. You know, mm-hmm. like we talked about, SC will probably have trouble stopping Tulane's offense, and defensively, mm-hmm. can you slow down Williams and company yeah. to slow them down? You know, and you look at, you know, receiver-wise, what they have, former Belenfikoff uh, winner out, out, out wide. But what are some of the things that Tulane have to do well or they have to be successful in doing if they are going to have success right. on Tuesday? A couple of things. One, USC will not have the former Boletnikoff winner, Jordan Addison. He has opted out of the game because he's, he's rehabbing he's so, an ankle so, injury. So he's, so he's out. Not play at all. He is not going to play at all. Two of their starting – USC had three All-Americans three All-Americans, four All-Americans, three first-team All-Americans. Um, one of them was their offensive lineman. He's opted out because of an injury. And then they had a, a, a third-team All-American center who, who's out with an injury, too. So, it's a, it's a, yeah, obviously, USC has four-star and five-star guys rolling through their lineup. But in terms of experienced, proven players, they're down three huge, huge guys on offense. And I think that favors Tulane right there. Again, if Caleb Williams is healthy, it doesn't matter how good Tulane's defense is. Nobody stops that dude <laughs> i mean he it, 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 he compared himself to barry sanders today and, and you can see it you think you have him sacked and he just suddenly ducks under you and the difference is he can then throw a 50-yard bullet down the field he's not just a guy who uses his legs um he, he, he's a problem but i don't think you can recover from a hamstring injury as severe as he had it was exactly four weeks ago he suffered it i just don't think he's going to be the same caleb williams that, that we saw um uh, before the hamstring injury and and to me in that case forget the names forget the blue blood programs all of that i think it's advantage Tulane. remember this is a usc team that went four and eight last year that's why they have a new coach in lincoln riley but they weren't that much better this year if you take out lincoln riley from the picture i mean if you take out caleb williams from the picture their defense i think i think i saw that they missed more tackles than any team but like 10 in the country um that's not a good formula for for slowing down ty j spears i i Tulane has a ton of seniors with a lot of experience who played a lot of football and that's exactly what usc will not have because of the guys that aren't playing and I, 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 if, if caleb williams isn't full strength i think it's it's advantage Tulane. and one of the things that you talked about he, he does mostly avoid sacks but in that the yeah. pac 12 championship game so he sacked seven times yeah, he and couldn't tulane, move. <laughs> right couldn't move but tulane doesn't sack the quarterback a lot they have had 24 mm-hmm. sacks but i was read, i read a stat earlier that they're getting that they have made contact with mm-hmm. quarterbacks 219 times this season that's the seventh best fbs yeah. so they're they're getting pressure whether you get the sack sometimes that's a that's mm-hmm. a different stat box but yep. man, just press pressure alone sometimes is more than enough. 
and, and not only that, Tulane had their season high in sacks. I think it was five in the AAC championship game. And, and Darius Hodges, who led the American Athletic Conference last year in tackles for loss, got off to a slow start this year. I think he's responsible for a lot of those almost sacks and pressures that, that Tulane had because there were so many times in the first half of the year where it looked like he was going to get the quarterback down and he didn't get him down. And the last couple of games, he was back to the old Darius Hodges. And, 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 and he, he, he's, he's a really good football player. And with two, again, with USC down, two starting offensive linemen, the guys replacing them are not very experienced. I think, if, especially if Caleb Williams is limited, and again, I can't imagine, you, can't, you just don't have a hamstring injury as severe as he did and recover that quickly and have the same mobility. I, I think Tulane, I, I think they'll be able to affect him with their pressure. Are you there? Where are you? Are you are you going? Are you in Dallas? Yes, I, I've been here for two days. I got here yesterday um, to do to, uh, the Cotton Bowl is the best media bowl out there. They they interviews galore every day, so I wasn't going to miss that. They we interviewed everybody on the offense for both teams uh, yesterday. Everybody on the defense today. Well, for Tulane, the defense today, the offense for USC today. So yeah, I've been here. It's gonna it's a five day trip for me. It, it's it, I'll be honest. When 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 I became the Tulane beat writer, I did not envision myself covering the Cotton Bowl down the road, <laughs> or, or any major bowl. Um, I, 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 I covered University, yeah, yeah, against right. USC. I mean, I, I covered I covered University of Florida for 17 years before I moved to New Orleans. It was a routine experience for them to go to bowl games like this. But it, it's a really special it's a special feel for Tulane. So that, that's my that's kind of my my last question anyway. Is like, can you get a feel because Tulane graduates are. They're not, you know, they're not all here, right? They're across mm-hmm. the country, if not yeah. across the globe, you know. So it's kind of hard to tell, other than really of the ticket sales. That are, are Tulane fans outside of our area? Are they as pumped up mm-hmm. in, in the Midwest, in the Northeast? You know, are, are, are we going to see a big contingent come down? That, that I can't tell you for sure, but I do think we'll see a good contingent of Tulane fans. My concern for this bowl game is that I don't think there'll be very many USC fans. Because it's just not. Yeah, they thought they were going to the college football playoff. They lost to Utah. They're playing Tulane, which obviously they're going to thumb their nose. They're going to thumb their noses at Tulane. Um, so I'm, I'm worried from the USC perspective. I, I think there will be a good turnout from from Tulane fans, um, sort of like there was for the for the Liberty Bowl in 1998 when Tulane had an undefeated season. Um, this is a big deal. In fact, if Tulane wins the game, Tulane will have completed the biggest win turnaround in the history of college football from one season to the next. They're tied right now with a win increase of nine from two to 11. If they get to 12 and two, no team in the history of college football has ever won 10 more games from one season to the next. That's awesome. That is an awesome stat. Well, you know, it's going to be, it's been a blast. It's been a blast to talk to you this season, watching this thing. I, I was a a sports anchor uh, when you were at Florida, but I I covered that 98 team from beginning Mm -hmm. to end. I was there on the field after the game with those guys and Sean King, and uh, it was special. And I know what it's going to be, has been for these kids this year. I was the son so, of two Tulane grads. I went to. I grew up in New Orleans. I went to that game. I, I, I was at the Liberty Bowl for that game. Drove up from Gainesville, Florida, for it because I mean, again, that was a for, for Tulane fans. That felt like a once in a lifetime deal. Now there's a second in a lifetime deal, and and the difference is, I think this time there could be some stability. I don't think it's going to be another 20 years before Tulane is in this type of situation again.
The same thing. You've kept your coach. You're keeping the foundation. This mm-hmm. uh, hopefully is the start of some uh, many, many good things to follow. Now, for whatever reason, they just don't want LSU and Tulane to play different times in any game. It's amazing, we're just, isn't it? We're just going to put them together against each other all the time. Now that's just that's how you got to you got to yeah. make your choice or get two TVs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the odds of having them the, the two championship games at the exact same time, and then the two bowl games with how many bowl games there are being played at the exact same time, and that, that, it, it's amazing. Is. All right. Well, best of luck this weekend uh, up there. Have a great uh, New Year's Eve tomorrow night, and uh, good luck on Monday, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Looking forward to it, and thanks for having me on the show. Gary Smith, beat writer for Tulane Green Wave, as they will take on USC. Two-point underdogs are the wave, but who's to say? There's a lot of – man, the football games there's, – there's a television here uh, where we are, and the football games this afternoon have been out of control. Just crazy uh, football. Tennessee and Clemson coming up. But we're going to take a break. Mike Hoss, Deuce McAllister, for about 25 more minutes here at the Rouse's on Airline and the Bar, the official supermarket of the Saints. Back after a break, WWLAMFM.com. Always free on the Odyssey app. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 